Coming up on this episode of the Boss Lady Podcast. You know, I don't want to live in a world where everybody looks, acts, and thinks like me. I value my thoughts and my opinions, but how boring would it be if I didn't get to be around people that thought differently than me? Welcome to the Boss Lady Podcast. Whether you're an entrepreneur climbing the corporate ladder or a work-from-home parent, you are a boss. If you desire to make your life extraordinary, to reach and exceed your personal and professional goals, and learn from other strong leaders, then the Boss Lady Podcast is for you. As an entrepreneur, mother, wife, and former CEO, I share lessons and stories of both personal and professional successes and failures. Join me along with a diverse list of guests as we break down strategies, tools, and techniques that will enhance your career and your life. Together, we will embrace, empower, and educate each other. I am Teresa Rand, and this is the Boss Lady Podcast. Hello, and welcome to the Boss Lady Podcast. Uh, Looking forward to our conversation today, because that's really what it's going to be about. My random thought for today, if you are a recurring listener, thank you, and you know I always do a random thought. If you're a brand new listener, thank you for being here, and I hope you enjoyed this episode, and we'll come back to hear more. Uh, But I always do a random thought, play on my last name, which is Rand. And today's random thought is Americans, we need to talk. Americans, we need to talk. So that's the subject we're going to talk about today. But until we get started, I want to give you a little bit of information, especially if you're a new listener, about where you can find out all things that I have going on. Uh, Assuming you like what you hear today and you want to hear more, you want to know more about what I do, you can certainly go, that's my dog in the background. So hopefully he'll be quiet in a minute, but I am recording from home. So there you go. Um, But you can go to TeresaRandConsulting.com and find out all things about Teresa Rand. You can find out about the Boss Lady community. You can find out about, you know, you can read my blogs, find all the past podcasts, uh, and find out what I do in my consulting business if you so desire, whether it's coaching for individuals or working with businesses and organizations on improving communication and productivity. So we will jump right in now with our subject, Americans, we need to talk. You know, this actually came to me Literally, when I was um, in bed, woke up two o'clock in the morning. Seems like my best ideas sometimes come at two o'clock in the morning. But I woke up and I couldn't, you know, I had on my mind all the things I had to do this week. This was Monday, uh, Monday night, which was a holiday, of course. So with that extra day off, I'm sure I wasn't the only one contemplating what all I had to do the rest of the week in a four day work week instead of a five day work week. But I, I was lying there and I realized that I think what was waking me up was the sadness and the anger and all of those things from celebrating a wonderful holiday, the birth of our nation, and then 
turning on the TV at the end of the day and seeing that some people that went out to celebrate at a parade in suburbia didn't go home because they were shot and killed. And it seems to me that we're hearing that more and more and more. This is not a podcast on gun control, so you don't have to stop listening right now. This is not a podcast on any of those hot-button topics right now. Race relations, Roe versus Wade, um, uh, gun control, any of that. It's a podcast about why, as Americans, are we not able to have civil discourse, which is simply a conversation that leads to the betterment of society where we actually try to understand the other person. Civil discourse, a conversation. Discourse is a conversation and civil means without violence. Just a conversation of trying to understand why somebody believes differently than what we believe. Instead, it seems like every talk show, and I call them talk show and entertainment. I don't call them news shows. Um, long, In my opinion, gone is the days where the news reporter came on and just gave us the facts, and that was it. Now every station, I don't care if you're right or left or middle, whatever, all the stations now give their opinion. My mom calls them the talking heads. And while their opinion is valid, depending on where you're watching, it's just an opinion on one side. So we as humans have a tendency to watch and listen to people that think like we do. You know, I don't want to live in a world where everybody looks, acts, and thinks like me. I value my thoughts and my opinions. But how boring would it be if I didn't get to be around people that thought differently than me? So in this week's blog and in my my. Um, Facebook Live on Career Cultivators yesterday, which is a private Facebook page, Career Cultivators. You can Google it or look it up on Facebook and request to join. We talk about all things career. And while you may wonder what what this conversation has to do with your career, it actually has a lot to do with career. Because how many times have we heard polite company does not talk about religion or politics? And in the workplace, we're careful about religion and politics. Now, maybe I can't advocate that we have these conversations in the workplace, although I do believe, especially when it comes to equality and inclusion, we should absolutely have these conversations in the workplace, but maybe not religion, maybe not politics. I get that. But With our regular sphere of influence, why can't we have those conversations in a very civilized manner? One of my pet peeves 
is when I'm in a group and someone starts spouting off, and I use that word intentionally, their opinions and beliefs, and they assume that everybody around them listening believes what they believe. And they don't even stop to look at the facial expressions or even better, ask, is this what you think? They just keep talking like they assume everybody believes what they believe. And it happens a lot in different circles I operate in. So what I'm hoping, the reason I this has just been really heavy on my heart, regardless of what you believe about gun control or Roe versus Wade or race relations, the riots from the shooting of the young black man last week or this week and in the past. It, it, the point is we need to talk to people that think differently than us. Not that we want them to change our mind or that we're going to try to change their mind, but that we try to understand each other better. That we really try to listen to why do they believe what they believe. Because here's the deal. I know why I believe what I believe. What I don't know is why do they believe what they believe. I just automatically, I'm not even going to use I here. I think we as a society are hearing all this negative. You're either a right winger or a liberal or a conservative or you're on the left. You know, there is a middle ground in almost all of these issues. I happen to be pro-choice. That does not mean I mean I am pro-abortion. I do believe we should have stronger gun control. That does not mean that I want to take the guns away from everybody in the United States. But it's almost when we say we're one or the other, all of a sudden people believe that we're way on the left or way on the right. And most of the people I have these conversations with can come to a point in the middle where they agree on more than they disagree on. So how do we encourage the rest of society to do that? How do we encourage our politicians to do that? Because I've seen politicians that I liked, maybe even voted for, that go in with one belief, and all of a sudden, that changes. And I am not saying you can't change your mind, but does it change because their belief change, or does it change because of the people that are financing their campaigns change, or is it what we call a compromise where somebody won't vote for their bills? They don't vote for their bill. I don't know. I'm not a politician. Um, but there's something wrong with the way it's working. And I'm not one to, I always told my employees, don't bring me a problem if you don't have a solution. Well, I'm bringing you a problem now. I don't have a solution. <laughs> but 
I do believe that we as Americans have to be able to talk more in civil discourse, whether it's with our politicians, with our children, with people who disagree with us. You know, we're in a society where we can literally choose to only associate with people, social media, and news that agrees with everything we agree with. How do we ever learn anything if we do that? If we don't talk to people that have different beliefs, how do we know? uh, Let's just say we want to change their mind. How do we know where to go to reach them where they are to try to convince them to think like me? If we don't listen and we don't know what their experiences are and just start running our mouth about what we believe, you know, we're never going to change their mind. And if they do the same to us, they're not going to change my mind. And maybe it shouldn't be our goal to change each other's minds. Maybe our goal is to meet somewhere in the middle. I am a registered Democrat. My husband is a registered Republican. And we most of the time have civil discourse. Uh, Occasionally, it's not so civil. But you know what? I love him. He loves me. And we're not going to let our disagreements in these things come between us and our marriage. The majority of my family are Republicans. But yet we can still have the conversation at Thanksgiving. Nobody's going to walk away angry. Nobody's going to disown anybody. We're just going to agree to disagree and move on. And I can tell you, my Bob, my husband, has helped shape some of my beliefs to be different. And I've helped shape, shape some of his beliefs to be different. Now, I haven't changed to be a Republican. And he hasn't changed to be a Democrat. And that's probably not going to happen because we're pretty adamant in our, our basic core beliefs. But the fact is, I learned so much by listening to him and understanding why he believes the way he does. And I think if he were here, he'd say the same thing about me. You know, I was recently having lunch with someone the day the Supreme Court announcement came out about Roe versus Wade. And I know that this person believes differently than I do. He's pro-life. I'm pro-choice. And literally, we had not even ordered yet when he gets a text from his wife, have you heard? And then my phone, the message notification goes off. And he's like, I don't know what she's talking about. And I said, oh, here we go. This is what she's talking about. And I had a look of disappointment on my face. And he said, oh, you're not, you're disappointed or you're not happy or something like that. And I said, yeah, I am. Because I I think it's a huge setback for women. And I am pro-choice. And I'm really upset about this. And about that time, the server comes over and he's standing there with his little notepad to take our our order. And his eyes were as big as saucers. And you could tell he was like, 
not sure if I should stop, not sure, because he heard the conversation. And his assumption was we were going to argue. And so he quickly says, uh, I know it's lunch time, but do you guys need a drink? <laughs> and we started laughing and said, no, it, it's okay. Because we're able to disagree and still be friends. And we had a brief conversation about it and we moved on. He's still my friend. I'm still his friend. I'm pretty sure we just have a different belief. And I understand why he believes what he does. I'm not sure he understands why I believe what I do, but that's okay. I think if we had a a long conversation, he would. Again, he's not going to change his mind. I'm not going to change mine. But we remain friends. And we're able to have a conversation. It doesn't have to be all or nothing in any of the conversations. There has to be room for compromise. And it just seems like our world is not doing much of that these days. So people are angry. And they seem to be getting angrier. And, you know, they get angrier a lot younger. So what are we doing to our children when they see that we can't have a civil conversation with someone that disagrees with us? Because you know what? They're the next generation that's going to be making these tough decisions. And if they can learn to compromise, And to understand another's viewpoint without being angry and name-calling and all of those things. I'm certainly not saying not to stand up for what you believe, not to fight for what you believe. I believe in peaceful protest. I believe in writing your, you know, um, uh, politicians. I believe in stating what you believe and wanting that to be a change. But if you lose, you lose. You just, you keep fighting. You keep articulating what you believe, but you don't get so angry that you can't function and that you can't talk to someone that believes differently. Again, I don't have all the answers. I know it's not a simple solution. But I would love to hear from some of you how you how you communicate, socialize, have discussions with people that think differently from you. Because I think I said it earlier, the conversations around religion and politics should not be taboo. I'm a Christian. I have a daughter who's Jewish. She converted to Judaism when she married my son-in-law. I have Christian people that are surprised I didn't disown her, literally. Like, yep, no, not going to happen. I have a friend who came out to his family that he was gay probably 10 years ago. His parents still don't speak to him. And they go to church every Sunday like clockwork. That I have a problem with. 
because that is not civil discourse. I'm fine if my daughter doesn't believe what I believe. I'm not going to give up my belief because she's of a different religion. But I'm certainly not going to give up my relationship with my daughter because she's of a different religion. I'm certainly not going to disown a friend or a family member, a child, or anyone else because their sexuality is different than mine. It doesn't mean I condone it. It, I don't even like that word. It doesn't mean I agree with it. It doesn't mean it's what I want for me. But it's not about me. It's about accepting other people where they are. What a great world it would be if that's what we all did. If we didn't take our toys and go home every time somebody didn't believe what we believe. If we didn't write people off every time they don't believe what we believe. If we actually said, tell me why. Tell me how you came to that belief. Tell me how you came to that conclusion. And then just sit back and listen. You don't have to be defensive. You don't have to change your mind. You don't have to change their mind. You might be surprised. You might be surprised that you have more in common than not. I said on the Facebook Live yesterday, and I'll say it again, I'm going to challenge you if you're listening to go find purposely and intentionally someone that doesn't believe what you believe. Just pick something. They're of a different religion. They're, they're on different sides of the political aisle. They're on different sides of gun control. They're on different sides of road versus red. Pick your battles. There's a lot of them. Pick your topic and just be honest and transparent and say, you know, I know you believe in X and I happen to believe in Y. Can we have a conversation about how you came to that belief? I truly want to know how you came to have that opinion and that belief. Why are you a Republican? Why are you a Christian? Why do you believe in less gun control? Why do you believe or don't believe in Roe versus Wade? Pick it. Go to a safe environment. Someone that you, with someone you know, like, and trust, not just a random person that you don't know how they may act. <laughs> Go to lunch and say, I just want to understand and see what happens. And I would love to hear that from some of you on how those conversations go, because I bet you'll have a new understanding and appreciation of their belief. So, you know, my random thought, Americans, we need to talk is so incredibly important. So I hope you'll listen to this and take it to heart. 
and understand that just because we're different doesn't mean we can't live together in a peaceful society. I hope you'll take this to heart. It's important to me. I needed to get it out of my head so I can sleep. (laughs) And I really do want to have these conversations because I think we'll be better humans for it. So again, with that, go check out TeresaRanConsulting.com. You can find out all things about Teresa Rand Consulting. Go on, if you're a Facebook person, I realize not everybody is. If you are, go to Career Cultivators. Click on the link to join. I'll invite you in. I do many trainings every week on that, uh, usually 5 to 15 minutes max on the uh, on Career Facebook, Career Cultivators Facebook Lives. I'm also on LinkedIn, Teresa Rand. You can find me out there in social media. And the last thing, I have a fabulous Women's Leadership Conference coming up September 16th through the 18th. This is a, it's in here in beautiful Daytona Beach where I live at a great resort and spa. It's three days, Friday to Sunday, Friday at noon to Sunday at noon. The speaker will be on the podcast toward the end of the month. She's already been on the podcast in the past. Her name is Becca Powers. She wrote a book called Harness Your Inner CEO. And that is the theme of our podcast, our, our conference this year. Our number one sponsor is the Ladies Professional Golf Association. So this is our second go around, and we're really excited. We've got some fabulous speakers. We have a doctor coming from uh, up the road a little in Jacksonville to talk about emotional intelligence. We have a professional uh, uh, speaker coming to talk about presentation skills. We have a local holistic doctor, family doc, family practice doctor coming to talk to us about our health and wellness. We're going to do a little yoga, a little bit of meditation, all those fun things. And then I actually will also be doing a a talk on bourbon and cigars, how to succeed in a man's world. So it promises to be lots of fun, great speakers. More importantly, great women will be there. You will meet women that you just fall in love with and make friendships. So grab a couple of your friends, go on to Teresa Rand Consulting, click on the Boss Lady tab, and you can find all the things about Boss Lady and how to join the conference. So we would love to have you. I will end this podcast like I always do with my grandfather saying when he was alive, he always told us, take time to stop and smell the roses. So until we meet again, take care.